Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior, Shenado Rebellion. That's what I say to you. <laughs> That's what um, British. Shock me, says. shock me, shock me. <laughs> that Sarah and I were saying it to each other all evening. Is that her sure. name, Bridget Jones? Sure. Yeah. Yes, it's Bridget Jones from her uh, diary from Spider Man. Bridget's her first name. Bridget is. I don't. It's Bridget Jones's diaries. Don't listen. Look. You don't don't do this. Don't do this. Don't, don't do, do this. what? I listeners. I told Tanner before the recording that he needed to man up, and it was his time, his day to be a big boy. Because I forgot to take any notes during the movie, which I really enjoyed. But so we're off the rails, and Tanner's like, "I got a ton of notes." Yeah. And what it seems like you're doing is just trying to get me wrapped around the axle of who Bridget Jones is. And that doesn't seem like a great place to start. I, here's the, here's the, here's <laughs> the, the issue is actually I was already wrapped around the axle of Bridget Jones stuff. I know who I Bridget couldn't Jones quite, is. I couldn't quite – my mind couldn't quite summon her first name. And I took yeah. a swing and yeah. thought it might be Bridget. Bridget and Jones's was first name is worried Bridget. that I was wrong, and then yes. I'm trying to get confirmation from you, and in yeah. doing so, <laughs> sucked you in. Yeah, exactly. And now we're both just whipping now around. Now we're in trouble. Now, yeah. now we're we're screwed. Yeah. Well, here's what I think we should start. May right. I? Yes, please. Take the wheel. That's what I want. Yeah. This Papa is um, this is a uh, strange bedfellows. We consume romance media yes. to uh, pretty grizzled, emotionless, yeah. suppressed. I want to say simps, but it's not quite right. We're like the James and Lachlan Murdoch of romance media. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's James. I think the other one is James. I could be wrong. <laughs> and it's called Strange Bedfellows. I mentioned the name, right? Yeah. My name's Tanner Greenring. I'm the host. We're, they're the sons. Do you know who... who you get the Yes, I know. Right? Yes, I know who you're talking... Yes. We're just and like grizzled old men who are just like harpying off like a vast media environment. And yeah. reaping the spoils for ourselves. And yeah, that yeah, media yeah. is the media of romance. Yes. Yes. And we're the puppet masters. And we're the puppet masters. Yes. Yeah. Good. You did get it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by my co-host, by the <laughs> co-host of the show, Jack yeah. Shepard. Yes. Um, and we are doing a romance movie this week. We used yeah. to do a lot of books, and then yeah. we both realized, oh, man, it takes it a takes really so long, long time to read a long romance I've book every week. I've got two books queued up for us and two great guests. Okay, so perfect. it's going to happen. Um, yeah, books books are going to come back in a big way, and by a big way, I mean we'll do we'll start doing some again every now and then. It really is hard then. to read them, and reading one every week was uh, such a fool's errand. Like it literally, like it took you because you I would time it. Yeah, it would take me if I was like speed reading it, like five to six hours yeah. to read one of the books, and that's a that's like a day of work. <laughs> Yeah, it would take me like nine hours yeah. to listen to the book. To listen, yeah, that's. A but I was work. like, like yeah. Audible was just like, they would stopped even sending me marketing emails. They were just like, thank you emails. It's like, hey, thank you for giving us so much money. Yeah. You have to download <laughs> download four audiobooks a month. Yeah, that's our highest tier. Yeah, no, the last straw for me, or the point where I realized I needed to take a break from books, was when I was walking around the park listening to like sex scenes at like 3x speed <laughs> <laughs> mm, the sexiest way to consume them although i will say it has really diminished our hit segment yeah welcome to my welcome red to room. my red room yes that's true yeah where we talk about where we are when we're listening to the horniest scenes in the book there's a sexy scene in this one it's not very i know sexy. but i was you guess where i was sitting in my fucking in your, couch in on your couch yes yeah yeah we both One of the sent most each appropriate other places. screenshots. We were watching the movie, it turns out, at roughly the same time. Yeah, I think you were about 10 minutes behind me. And I'm yeah. sorry, I spoiled the end of the film for yeah. you. Tanner sent me a screenshot of the big kiss at the end. Oh, and we're going to invite our friends in to talk about that later. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, sex bugs, bed pots. It's going to be a uh, character. There's going to be a lot of character work this week. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> daddy's taking the wheel. So okay. if your favorite episodes are the character ones, welcome. Yeah. Welcome aboard. And I'm just along for the ride here. That's what happens. This is my penance. 
Yeah. Those are my penance. I have to do funny characters because I didn't take any notes. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Let's say we'll say the movie, it's called Empire Records. How much of this episode do you want to be devoted to me talking about the fact that I worked at Tower Records in the nineties? Do we like fifty percent? Eighty percent? In sort of it's in the co- it's in the like zeitgeist it's already. In, yeah. Yeah. People are already talking about that, so I don't <laughs> think we need to to talk about it too much more. You I think people think we, are already? I don't think we can add anything to like sort of the cultural conversation but happening around it already. This movie is about me, literally. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, I want to. Here's what I want to talk about. Okay. We've both seen this film before last night. Yes. Many I want to hear your experience of consuming this film in in it was raw dogging it. Uh, for, you mean for the first time, or mm, when yes. I raw dogged it? Yeah, what did what part of raw dogging it didn't you understand? Well, if, if I could just kind of tease out the metaphor a little bit, what you're the claim you're making is that when you watch a film for the first time, that is the equivalent of having unprotected sex with the film. <laughs> but when you later watch the film, if you see it a second or third time, you are then having safer protected sex with the film. Is that just? Correct. I just want like, is that how the metaphor is working in your brain? <laughs> Because yeah. if that's it, that's fine. I'm fine with it. But if that's I just want to know that that's the case. Yeah. In this, in your metaphor, to extend the metaphor, <laughs> yeah, your brain is your penis, and the sensation of okay. unprotected sex is washing over the the, the penis Neurons. of your mind because okay. it's the and the pr- unprotected sex is the film. Okay, understand? No, but I think I. <laughs> I know what you're asking me to say, which is, what did I think of this film when I first watched it? Loved it. Yes. What was your experience of the film uh, back in 1990? What was it, 93? I think I probably saw- 98. I should say, have I said this before? I wasn't watching this film in the 90s. I was living this film in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I you probably worked at Tower watched Records. It later. I worked at Tower Records. This film. Which was, guy was were you? Written by a former Tower Records employee about her experience at Tower Records. Jamie and I had a lot of trouble um, pinpointing where Empire Records is. I don't know. I think the person who wrote it was at a tower in Arizona. I think, if I can remember that off the top of my head but there he goes to, to Vegas. No... he goes to wait he goes to atlantic city, atlantic right? city yeah so this but one... they're also not in new york and they're not near boston and maybe it's, it's... the dc one i worked at the tower records in foggy bottom maybe it's that one that's a funny name yeah for so. a town yeah the consensus is it must be delaware because of okay. the big bridge in the gotcha. background of the that final scene that tracks is there one in Dover, perhaps? Do you you're uh, you seem like you have encyclopedic knowledge of yeah. Tower Records? Yeah, I don't know. And it's also like this is the this Empire Records is at this juncture an independent record store. It's not a yes, a, a, yes. a chain. Yes, yes. It's a throwback. It's been here since the 1950s. Which one 30s. am I? That's a good question. Let's say which one. Yeah, which one guy are you? Which it's guy sort of an ensemble it? cast, and actually, let's let's first let me introduce the "Which Guy Are You" segment okay, by perfect. offering up the dramatic persona. Yes, perfect. Okay, good. Um, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones is in this one. She's she's uh, smart Arwen's girl. best friend. She's Arwen's best friend. Is she? Arwen's yeah, in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're best friends, yeah. Okay. They're best friends, and she's sort of like, um, she's like promiscuous, and she's owning it. Yeah, she's promiscuous, and she's owning it, though I think she's maybe not like super happy about why and how she is promiscuous. You're owning it, Bridget yeah. Jones. Okay, you're owning it, Bridget Jones. Good job. She used to be friends with this other one called Fiona Apple, but they're, yes. now they just fight all the time. They fight all the time, yes. So who do you want to hear about next, Arwen or Fiona Apple? Because I've introduced two new characters as well. Tell me about... Fiona now. Fiona Apple at the beginning of the film is seen shaving off all her hair. Yes. And it's revealed that she has um, slashed her wrist recently and it had it had it patched up by a doctor. Sarah told me a fun fact about the head shaving. Do you want to hear it? Yes. She says that... Is this a segment? Yeah, this is a segment where it's like, I just Sarah's say... Sarah's fun fact? I say shit that Sarah tells me. She's a, a absolute dream to watch a movie with. She will look up and relay extremely fun and interesting facts about the movie while you're watching it. Does she ever accidentally show you made-up facts that we put in the <laughs> Amazon X-Ray? It could happen. It could happen. 
the fun fact is that uh, apparently um, the lady who uh, plays Fiona Apple in this was told by the director that the like producers of the movie were worried that she was too cute to oh play yeah this like broody like. like emotional emo teen uh, and that she was in danger of losing her job and so she was like she was just like I'm gonna shave my head and they just did it in one take works it worked but it fucking worked she looks great by the way I'll I'll just by by worked I mean it worked for what it is this film has absolutely no plot anyway Arwen strongly is absolutely disagree with that Arwen is um, even star yes (laughs) that helpful (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Liv Tyler uh, <laughs> she is like a goody goody and she's going to Harvard but she's Harvard. a speed freak oh and she's a speed freak yeah. yeah at least I don't hide what I am right Corey at least I'm not some closet speed freak right what you think I don't see what you do damn think I don't see what you do uh, she doesn't want anyone to know that but Bridget Jones knows that because she's her best friend yeah, clearly um, Fiona Apple used to um, be friends with Arwen too, but they had a falling out. They're all mad at each other. Yeah, and Zach Fiona, Morris. Why do we is call like her Fiona Apple? Just because she's broody. Yeah. Okay, and she um, she's like just mad at the world. Yeah, like Fiona Apple. Yeah. Uh, Zach Morris is like Zach a handsome Morris. guy who's in love with Arwen. I think that's me. That's you. You're that guy. I'm that guy. Swoopy hair. Yeah. You know, yeah. a little bit meaningful. You know. Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, uh, I don't know that I would have described myself as an artist. I'll hold, I'll hold my powder. Maybe I'm not that guy. Let's say okay. some other. Guys. Okay. And uh, then Deadpool is sort of this like Tasmanian devil like character who doesn't have any characteristics and doesn't move the plot forward at all. He just sort of looks at the um, looks at you, the audience, every now and then, and yells something at you. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's my favorite guy, and at one point he joins Guar. He but joins then unfortunately Guar. he is yeah. consumed by a space worm. Hey, Mark! You love Guar! Why don't you join the band? Oh man! Mark, man, you play a mean guitar, man! It's really a shame that you must die! And it reminds me a lot of the scene in uh, Freddy 5, Freddy's Dead, where the guy gets high and goes into the video game, and then Freddy comes. Here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Strong contender for that's the guy I am. You're the um, Deadpool. Yeah. Is he Deadpool? He's Deadpool because he barrels. He looks at us. Yeah, yeah, he talks to us. Yeah. Okay, good. You could be that guy. He's. I think you're, you know what? Can I give you a compliment? Yeah. I think you're smarter than that guy. I think so too, <laughs> but I think, I think I can bring that sort of energy. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's like kind of a manic goofball energy. Yeah. I think I can bring that if okay. I needed to. All right. There's a guy called Turtleneck who I thought was maybe you. Who at the beginning of the film steals nine thousand dollars and it becomes and that's the, the plot. entire like yeah yeah that's plot the of plot. The film. I'll be him. I just think he's cooler than probably than I am or ever was. Hey Lucas, what the hell are you doing here, man? Something happened to me last night in Atlantic City. Oh, you went to Atlantic City? Wow. Did you win anything? No, I did not win. So if you guys ever wonder if it was nice to know you, I tell you now. That it was. Shit, man. What happened? What happened? I do not regret the things I've done, but those I did not do. Lucas, how much? How much? He's a little bit of an intellectual. I think I'm swoopy hair guy. He's, yeah, I think you're turtleneck. Okay, that's fine. There's a guy called Joe who owns the record store. Yes. And he's and then a there's long a bunch of other guys. And so Joe is kind of taken in these 90s teens, and they all work at the record store, and they all have problems, but it's kind of like a family. I used to pee in my bed. <laughs> I did. I, I, I wet my bed until I was 10. My mother turned me over to the county when I was 10 to, uh, I don't know, not, not for being a, a bedwetter, but for being a bad seat, you know. Anyways, three years went by, and then uh, Joe came, and he uh, took me out, and I became the well-adjusted person that I am today. 
Yeah, it's a little bit like a family. And at yeah. the beginning and, of the film, Turtleneck sees a piece of paper that shows that Joe appears to be thinking about selling the record store to a big chain, uh, Music Town. Yeah. Uh, which obviously would be selling out, which is right. the number one. Folks who do not come from the 90s, let me tell you something. Allow me to tell you something. You, you will not understand this. In the 90s, uh, let me walk you through it. Sit down. Yeah, sit down. Everybody who's not from the 90s, sit down. I lived it. Do yeah. I have to sit down or can I just sort of you like don't pace have to sit behind down. you? No, no, like you pace man. behind me. You're like, you're, we're on the okay. same, we're both doing this lecture together. You're pacing behind me like a hype man. Yeah. Everybody else, sit down. If you're not from the 90s, sit down. In the 90s, we had a thing, and the thing, and it was one thing, and there was only one thing. One thing. There was, that's right. There was one thing. And that one thing in the 90s was called Tell selling them. out. Yeah. Selling out. And guess what? You who's, can't hey, who was the enemy in the 90s, Jack? Selling out. The man. The man. The fucking enemy. The, the man. And who do you sell out to in the 90s? The man. The man. And But you don't. Do not. No. So, is everybody with me? Yeah, this is something you can't understand because your world is not like this. In the 90s, there was only one thing. It was selling now out. Now everyone's selling out. And you don't gig economy. do it. You can't all do you, it. All you <laughs> zillennials and your yeah. gig economy. Yeah. But in the 90s, you couldn't. Nothing. No. no, you could not do it. It's an absolute no-no. And so that's what this movie is about. Music Town. <sighs> Music Town. So, <laughs> Turtleneck's... So he's like, he has a stroke of sort of of (laughs) genius, steals all the money out of the safe and drives to Atlantic City, the hottest destination in the Atlantic Northeast, uh, mid-Atlantic Northeast. Sure. Bets all his, all $9,000 on seven on the roulette. Yeah. Bang. Nails it. Bang. Boom. Crushes it. And everybody's like, like, I want to be with this guy. A hot babe gets on his arm and is like, wow, you've got the, you've got the magic fingers today. $18,000. Enough to save. Enough not quite, save, not quite almost enough, enough to save the record store. Yeah, right. So he just lets it ride. He's like, let it ride. Loses it all. Gets snake eyes. And yeah, th- but he's still like kind of got this like zen, whatever. He's a warlock a little he's bit a too. Yeah. At one point, he's walking through the casino. Yeah. And there's a woman at the slot machine, and he he like just grabs the handle and pulls it. Yeah. I would be outraged if that were me. Right. Yes. But he hits jackpot. He's got a he's got a very cool vibe. A very cool yeah. effect. Way cooler. Everyone also like they got every every guy. Yeah. Every kind of nineties guy. Yeah. He's sort of like a um like a cool nineties guy. He's like he's got like the George Clooney haircut, the like Caesar cut. Yeah. And he's wearing a turtleneck, a black turtleneck, and like a leather jacket. Yeah. He's got those like Ali G big yellow sunglasses. Very cool. And he rides a uh I don't and he's that kind of guy. He's that kind of guy. He's kind of a beatnik type of dude. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. And yeah, so they've got that kind of guy. Then they've got swoopy hair guy. That's me for sure. Yeah, he's sort of he's a lover. He's every man. He's an artist. And who else? Well, there's like the stoners, the then pizza guy yeah, who's pizza also their guy. dealer, and then Tasmanian Devil, Deadpool. Yes, Tasmanian Devil, Deadpool. Yeah, Tasmanian Devil, Deadpool was like wearing vintage and like flare bottom jeans guy. Yeah, which was another kind of '90s guy. So they get back to the store, and Joe's pretty pissed. Oh, yeah. That the money got stolen. Yeah. But that kind of takes a backseat to the fact that it is, of course, my friends. Rex Manning Day, isn't it? Hey, Joe. What's up with the boss threads, man? Friggin' Rex Manning Day. What's up with the hostility, Joe? Say no more, moan more. What? Lips to fuck. Kisses, baby. Zita, thorn. Oh, right. It's Rex Manning yes. Day. And it's not at Rex Manning Day. Rex Manning Day is not in today. April. Yeah, it's like April 14th or something yeah. like that. But in the movie, um, it's it's now, if you're watching. It's a meme. That's a meme. That's a meme. We all yeah. used to, back when the internet like fucking owned and wasn't yeah. like a cesspool that should you we have turned the, it into. Uh, yeah, should we have the young people sit down and, and tell them yeah. about how the internet used to be? Yeah. <laughs> Let me step up to the podium. <laughs> you hype me up now. The internet used to be good, and we used yeah. to have fun, and we yeah. all were kind of in on one big joke, and it was called memes. Yeah, and it was fun. And everyone loved it, and we were all 
like having a good time. Having a good time. Yeah. And one <laughs> of the things we did is every April 14th, we were like, hey, it's Rex Manning Day. Yeah. And everyone was nice about it. And we just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now we can't do that anymore. Now we're not allowed to do that anymore because of your TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I know about Rex Manning Day. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fun. And Rex Manning Day, for folks who haven't seen this movie, is uh, when – so he it's like a good caricature. Like it's a guy who is like kind of past his prime. Like I'm trying to think. He's maybe like a Chris Isaac type. Maybe even oh, later no, no, than no. that. Oh, no, no, no. Even e- way cornier. He's like a he's like Brian a Adams. Michael Bolton. Mike, not quite as bad as that. He still has like sex appeal for Arwen, even star who's in love with him. Like – He's cool, yeah. but like he was oh, on like a Partridge Family style TV yeah. show. Mom, all moms are in love with him. He's just he's a little bit past his prom. He's like you know who he is. He's like Bon, bon Jovi. We're, yeah, except but, Bon Jovi's kind of cool. Yeah, that's not. And this guy's not cool at all. But he's yeah. like the same he's kind like of like aging rocks. Rock uncool star. Bon Jovi. Yeah, and uh, he's sold out. He's past his prime. He's doing his tour of record stores, and um, he's not nice. No, no, no. He's awful. And he's got a sidekick or like an assistant or something, and yeah. she's supposed to be important to us, but she's not. She's not really. But she ends he, up dating Joe. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I guess she's like mommy. But a big part of the plot centers around Joe's this daddy. notion that Arwen Evenstar, um, daughter of Elrond, you know, it's one of the last of the final age. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, you're she's going to go across and the she's summer seas. Like, well, she, well, I mean, unless she falls in love, you know, but. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, sacrifices her, yeah, immortality. Yeah, I mean, to be with the man she loves. Yeah, that would be wild. But she's interested in throwing herself at Rex Manning, and I think losing her virginity. I think yes, she wants to lose her virginity to to Rex Manning, and she does a scheme. Yeah, where that's that's her whole that's her plot line, and it's predictably um, it, it goes really badly, and it's horribly demeaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, like he just sort of like unzips his, his pants. Yeah, he's, yeah, su- he's super like, shitty about it. And it get makes to work. Sad. Yeah, you're a sweet girl. I'm not as sweet as you think. How old are you? Old enough. Sure, you want to do this? Yeah, definitely. Rock and roll. And so that is a turning point of the plot, too, because we're sort of now our motley crew of record store employees have something oh, a there's little one bit more guy. to rally around. Yeah. There's another guy who they introduce and then dismiss and then introduce again Okay, later in the film. It's wild. His yeah. name is Warren Beatty. Yes, he's a shoplifting boy. He's a shoplifting boy, and he gets caught by Turtleneck. Yeah. And then they just keep him for a little bit. Yeah, it's like funny. a hostage. He's like mad. He's like a he's like I guess like punk punky. He's, he's representative of another like subgenre of yeah like oh everyone's 90s a genre of music white boy culture. Yeah, is that the thing about this movie? Uh, yeah, but it's like really just like subgenres of alternative mostly. It's like re- it's like a very limited set of music that everyone yeah. kind of is. Yeah, this kid like he was the kind of kid I aspired to be when I was living in 1995 as an 11 year old where he was like troubled he was pretty tough and he was like really into metal and rap and it's like all the cool kids in 1995 when you're 11 were like starting to explore like metal and rap yeah so it's like oh that's 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 a cool cool. guy but he's not he's a shoplifter but all he really wants is he wants to be cool like the employees and get a job and because joe uh the record store owner collects these sort of lost souls uh, he does, in fact, get that job. Yes, after everyone quits. But we're in trouble. Now we've got trouble, right? So l- listen, folks, we've led you to this point uh, in what seems like a chaotic fashion, but here we all are. Our heroes are united despite their differences with one another because of two things. One, Rex Manning is bad and has harmed one of their number. Yeah. And two, the record store is going to sell out. It's the remember the homework from earlier. It's the worst thing you can do in the nineties. The absolute yes, fucking worst thing. There's nothing. Can you more. imagine if this place is a fucking music town? Yeah. What Ugh. would happen? Ugh. It would be. Ugh. That would be the end. That would be death. That would be yeah. worse than death. 
At one point, Bridget Jones comes out in like a sexy music town getup. Yeah, there's new uniforms that you have to wear at music town, and they suck. And she's like, yeah. okay, and she only wears the music town apron and nothing else. Yeah. And, you know, it's pretty edgy. And they said no revealing clothing, didn't they? I think Music Town is actually torn on the revealing garment oh. issue. I think so. Mm. Revealing clothing. Juno. Juno. Got everyone pretty hot and bothered. It got everyone really hot and bothered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So they have to come up with some scheme to save music uh what what was the call to arms save empire damn the man save the empire yeah damn the man save the empire (laughs) that's cool yeah that is cool um so they have to come up with some kind of scheme to to do that yeah Uh, rex manning they think they're going to be able to sell a lot of rex manning records but as you can imagine it's just older when a when an immovable object meets a unstoppable force what does happen when that happens well, we saw it in this film. Yeah. It was pretty explosive. Okay, yeah. Joe kicked Rex Manning to the fucking curb. Yeah, he says, get out of here. Cause, uh, get out of here. Because Rex Manning does eventually then sleep with, sleep with, LOL, ha- have relations <laughs> with um, Bridget <laughs> they Jones. They slept with each other. After in the failed assignation room. with Arwen Evenstar, he does have relations with Bridget Jones, who kind of is just like, that's just how she is. Mm. And it's, it's, not great. it's not fun for anyone. She feels bad. He treats her bad. She feels awful afterwards. And it's like kind of, it's pretty shitty. I mean, this guy's like here to sign fucking records for for soccer moms and like he like tries to sleep with two like teens at the record store it sucks yeah (laughs) yeah it sucks yeah he's a bad guy um and he gets kicked to the curb so they don't make any money off of that but what if what if do you watch a lot of dirty and stinky at your house do i watch a lot of the dirty and stinky at my house (laughs) a question i was not expecting and the answer is no i don't know what that is okay yeah um their their new scheme yeah <laughs> is to yeah have a concert oh get shot up cuz warren comes back War, the shoplifter after being chased from the store comes back with a gun and they do disarm him but there's he, then, and that gun is full of blanks there is then um news cameras outside and what if we went here's what tasmanian devil deadpool thinks to go be interviewed yeah, on the news. and I'm going to run out there. I'm going to go, whatever Tasmanian says. There's an epic party. There's going to be a party. And so the perpetrator will now be taken to juvenile hall and likely charged with assault with a deadly weapon, possibly even kidnapping. Hey, um, I saw the whole thing go down. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Mark's on TV. But joining us is an eyewitness to the scene, an employee of the store store. who saw it all. Tell us what happened. Well, see, there was this guy here, and he kind of wigged out and everything, but that's besides the point, because we're having a get-together here tonight. There's going to be free admission, live music, hits, chicks, (laughs) the full nine yards, man. It's going to be heavy (laughs) shit here at midnight. We're live on the air right now, sir. Uh, That's the story, kid. He says, come here at midnight. We're going to do the biggest party in the world. A bunch of, like, really bad, like, bands are going to play. Yeah. Some pretty bad music about like sugar highs. Yeah. And for some reason they go, sugar high. Yeah. It's like, what is it? What is it also about like being quiet? I don't get it. (laughs) It's good. I liked it. Um, There's a lot of original songs in this film. Yeah. The Rex Manning song. Awesome. That sugar high song. Yeah. I think Ethan, sorry, Tasmanian Devil, (laughs) Deadpool. Yeah. Has like a song. Tasmanian Deadpool. (laughs) <laughs> why don't I why say not? that? <laughs> Tasmanian Deadpool has a song with his yeah. band. His was yeah. the only good one. They're all pretty great. Yeah, and then so there's also this like slimy guy who's called Mitch who runs the place. Yeah. I thought um, we were going to be doing more characters today, Tanner. We were almost at the break. We're almost done with our... Well, that's the that's the plot of the film. Yeah, they save the record store. The girl who shaved her head and who has been having a tough time, they give her a fake funeral to, to help have her see what it would yes. be like in the world without her. And I think it just kind of works for her because she's helped. got this, these like gothic vibes. And She's and, a little My Chemical Romance. She, yeah. I guess we could have called her that instead of Fiona yeah. Apple. Yeah. And, MCR. Um, and then Swoopy Hair confesses quits. his love for Ar- Arwen Evans' star. And he also quits the the job because his whole thing is like, 
he wants to go to Boston to be yeah. with her. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's nice. And they do a great that. big yeah. kiss. And they initially, buy, yeah, initially, buy the Empire Records. Yeah. And they buy the Empire Records. And they save it from selling out. And guess what? The 90s isn't over yet. And There's, the man was fucking crushed. The man is crushed. The man is literally in this. He is represented by um, Joe's business partner. And he wears a suit. Which, again, in the 90s, <laughs> where, how, how did you buy that suit, friend? <laughs> oh, You God. sold out this house. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. I won't have it. Unless it's Disgusting. Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It has like shoulder oh, okay. pads. Yeah. Yuck. Um, yeah, let's talk a little bit more when we get back. Unless you just want to like bang out burns really quickly. Let's do our so burns. So we can just now. like have the have so the, we just the, have the runway. Yeah. You know? I love it. Okay, ready? Let's say it. Let's do it. Let's do this big. Let's go big with this one. Okay. It's our. Wow. Okay, I'll say mine. Ready? Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Yeah. She says, because... Uh, That's what Bridget Jones says. It's when um, uh, My Chemical Romance shaves her head. My Chemical Romance is too late. Uh, this is Oh, I know, I know. It's like MCR. the Pixies. Yeah. Well, she says, actually, it's like Sinead, because Bridget Jones says... Well, Sinead of Rebellion... Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. When she comes in with her uh, shaved head, and it's funny, and it's good to say that. Yeah. It's good to say that to someone. <laughs> Joe and Turtleneck are yeah. confronting Mitch, yeah. the, the biz bro. Yeah. Um, the other day I referred to someone who is a biz bro as a biz bro, and yeah. he took offense. Oh, really? I was like, it seems sort of like nice and endearing. Like I'm saying, like I don't think of you as like a... Some businessman. You're my biz bro. I could see it being feeling derogatory. I guess. I didn't mean it derogatory, but I know like intent is not Was it like someone at the Starbucks? You were like, excuse me, Biz Bro, I think uh <laughs> I think your coffee's ready. <laughs> biz bro. They're confronting him. He comes on this big concert night to like break up the concert and they all quit and then yeah. he's like you know what I don't even want to run a fucking music oh show. they all quit and they're like next week you're going to be the proud owner of one of many music towns across this great land correct yes and you like this because music town jacks up their prices so you make more money oh, you're a smart boy now when music town comes in Joe is out AJ is out and all the beautiful little tattooed gum chewing freaks are out as well what I think Lucas is trying to say is that I'm going to open my own store. May I ask you a question about working at Tower Records in the 90s? Yes, please. 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 I swear to God, I wish you had done this earlier. Did you guys do the thing that they do where they're constantly sort of like making annoying announcements over the loudspeaker? Yes. Oh, And was it like force fun mandatory? No. Like it was, was it like a Tower Records like policy that like, hey, go ahead and have fun on the intercom? No, it was just cool. It was like a bunch of like very cool people like me, and we would just like sometimes get on the intercom. And I think like even at uh, like eleven, cool I would have found that pretty irritating. It was cool if I were just like shopping at Tower Records, which I didn't. I shopped at the finest. Actually, it was our local record shop in Fort Collins, Colorado. It was called the Finest. I may have mentioned this before on the podcast. I'm certain I have, but I had a fellow employee called Mia and we got in a fight and we're so mad at each other and we're not talking to each other. And the way that I dealt with it was whenever there was a phone call for her, even though she was standing right next to me, I would get on the intercom and be like, Mia, come to the, <laughs> come to the register. There's a phone call for you. <laughs> Pretty good. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. She hated it. Anyway. So they um, are all quitting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in my burn. Yeah. And uh, Joe is explaining why everyone's quitting and how they're going to lose the magic of all these cool hot teens uh, if he tries to make it into a music town and it's going to fail. And then and then Turtleneck comes and he's like, that guy's out, that guy's out, that guy's out. And it uh, pretty much goes without saying that, that I'm out. Yeah. And then the biz bro says, well, I wish it had gone without saying, but you don't seem to shut up. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Yeah. So you gave your burn, you reserved your burn for the biz bro. You see yourself in him. Oh, boy. Is yeah. that what that means? I don't know. That's the one that you liked. Yeah. I did find the antics of the... Here's the thing. Yeah. And we were talking about this earlier. And I won't I won't say any more than this, because I okay. know a lot of people love this film. I love this film. Thought it was pretty bad on the, on the rewatch. Ugh. And I grew up with this movie. Yeah. Did I tell you my origin no, story yeah, with this movie? No, what's your origin story? 
Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> Fucking 35 minutes in. <laughs> Here's my origin story. Okay. My first exposure to this film was I was on a road trip with my friend Ken. Okay. And he, it was like probably a couple of years, a few years after the film came out. And yeah. he, the technology at the time was we were all burning MP3s onto CDs and playing it in like rigs in our cars. That's cool. Do you remember that phase? Uh, yes. Ken had taken the entire soundtrack of the film, and I don't mean the the film the film's soundtrack. Oh, you mean like the actual... I mean the audio track from audio the film. Audio track from the film. Okay, cool. And burned it onto a CD, and we listened to it on a road trip, not once, not wow. twice, but maybe four or five times. And you liked it. Well, yeah, I liked it a lot. It seemed very cool. Yeah. It, the music was really, like, pretty mind-blowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very you cool know? soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, cool. It's uh, not a cool soundtrack. It's a fun, very fun '90s soundtrack. Yeah, it was very eclectic. They do a big, massive kiss to "Until I Fall Away" by the Gin Blossoms. So. Oh, <laughs> don't invoke him yet. Okay, Jack. yeah, yeah. We know we should got to take a break. So I've I heard the the audio track of the film many wow. many times before I finally saw it a few years later and loved it again. Loved it, of yeah. course. I think you just had a bad rewatch. It happens, like. Sarah and I rewatch. Sarah and I have both seen it many times. You suggested yeah. this, so we were like, "Oh, sweet, yeah, I like this one." Yeah, and I was looking forward we, to it, and then I watched it again. I was like, "Oh, this movie's bad." We had a fucking blast. We had it's a blast. sort of a mess. It's just like uh, the, the. I think I, I looked it up, and the the criticism at the, it does not have good ratings. And the no, criticism like of the time is like it's the criticism of the time is like they had a soundtrack and they just wanted to like figure out how to make it into a movie. And they that you did feel a great that. job. They crushed it. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I've but assembled, anyway. yeah, I've assembled some reviews so we can look at the critical reception. Okay, later if we want, if we have time. It sounds like we yes. got a lot of um, character work to do. Let's take a break and get into it. Yeah, let's limber up. Okay. Jack, before we start some of our character work, yeah. And I know, like you're, you're like yeah. you're in your method, so you're already sort of like in. Yeah, I mean, I already am the one of the I characters guess, that one of the characters that portray this yeah. evening. I don't know if I'm totally qualified, okay. but I, I guess I'm only qualified to do Kineticheck. Okay. Being a Connecticut hit segment, Kineticheck, the, the much clamored for segment Kineticheck, where we correct someone's misapprehension about Connecticut. Yeah, my my home state. I'm a landowner in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I like to, you know, I know a lot about the state. I live here. I own yeah. I own property here. Mm-hmm. I send my kids to school here. Pay my taxes here. I vote here. You're a nutmegger. I'm a nutmegger. Yeah. Till the day I die. Yeah. I know a lot about Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. No, it sounds like I am only qualified to yeah. comment on Connecticut, but I do feel like I have at least. Some pull, okay. With when it comes to other sort of New England dish states. Well, because when you fly into Connecticut, and I don't know, I know you never have because you've never visited me. Um, I wouldn't. Yeah, I've flown into Travis Airport. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Uh, no. Oh, Travis County. Austin Bergstrom. I've flown into Austin Bergstrom many times. Okay. Mm-hmm. Intimate with the the airport there, but you wouldn't be intimate with Bradley because you've never flown out here. True. The first thing you see when you get out of the baggage carousels is a big mural on the wall behind them that says, Welcome to Connecticut. And there's a picture of Boston and a picture of New York. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Uh, back at when I used to go watch basketball games in D.C., uh, they're now called the Wizards, but at the time they were called the Bullets, the Washington, D.C. basketball team. They were notoriously awful. Yeah, um, and the, they would take out full page advertisements in the Washington Post, and the advertisements were always like, "Come see the Bullets play the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, Jordan." <laughs> yeah, that's a little what it's like. Um, so yeah. I feel a little qualified to speak about Massachusetts. Okay, yes, um, I also visit Massachusetts a lot. If you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, no, I get it. This is um, quite a wind up. What do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. Just get. Just. Just break. You've brought. You've got me. You've. You've hooked me. Reel it's me our in. first <laughs> Massachusetts checks. Massachusetts check. Massachusetts checks. Massachusetts. Massachusetts no, no. checks. Perfect. Massachusetts checks. And 
We're, it's our hit segment, soon to be a very, very big hit segment, where yeah. we say, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm interpreting from you. I think what's going to happen is yeah. we say something that was said or implied about Massachusetts by the film, and then we correct it. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> One hour, you. six minute, 28 second yeah. mark. Okay. Uh, the stoner pizza guy. Yeah. Funny. He's a funny guy. He's funny. We we've like said him. enough about him. Like I like we've given him his due. He's just in the movie. There's not he's, much. Um, to do. Yeah. He's being confided upon. Yes. Uh by Zach Morris. Yeah. And he says of Massachusetts, specifically yeah. people from Harvard, mm-hmm. that they quote eat ivy and rowboats. Another universe totally unlike the one we know. Filled with Big blonde guys who eat ivy and row boats. Okay. And is that true? And again, yeah, I'm only qualified to speak on behalf <laughs> of Connecticut. I can't right. say anything about Massachusetts with any real authority. Right. And I would take anything I say with a grain of salt. Uh, with a, okay. with a, a pound of Pitcher salt. Of, okay. Pound of salt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pillar of salt, like lots of wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the thermal song. Sure. Yes, it's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was what a ride. Yeah. What a fucking ride. Wow. And that is true. Yeah. yeah. We can confirm here. Confirm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Confirm they with eat, an asterisk. All they do in Massachusetts yeah. is eat ivy in rowboats. And yeah. that is true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Thank you. Do you want to put on a, a, a little, um, a new skin, a new, a new body, mm. a new persona? Do I? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I I want to explore, oh, gosh, how do so? There's there's Deadpool in this movie. Deadpool's in this movie. We've talked about Deadpooling before. Ethan Embry and he barrels the camera sometimes, and it's like, how you're wondering how I got. It's not he doesn't do a lot of it. Yeah, he, he does do a lot of it. Okay, um, it does happen several times. He doesn't sure. always like directly address us, but sometimes he looks right. at us and yells. He looks something. directly at the camera. He yeah is Deadpooling us the whole time. He's Deadpooling. Yeah. And it, the whole film becomes about Deadpooling. And even some of the other characters, like um, like Turtleneck, gets in on the Deadpooling. I've got to be kidding. In the immortal words of the doors, the time to hesitate is through. Turtleneck will Deadpool you a little bit. I, but I don't want to give people the wrong impression that this movie has like a shitload of Deadpooling in it, like Persuasion <laughs> it has, did. It has a shitload of... Deadpooling in it. Okay, I don't think so. It's it's soft Deadpooling. Soft, but it happens a lot. It happens okay. more than once. Sure, it's. I would say it happens Deadpool. more than five it's times. It's not like a postmodern movie. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe. Okay. A little anyway, bit. Just get get me. I just get wanna, me where you need me to be. We have characters. Yeah, we have guys. We've got guys. We got a lot for of when the movies are about time travel. Yeah, uh, Jeff and Elmer. We have guys for. When the movie's about kissing. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kiss and Monsieur French. We have a guy who is for the reviews. That's Arbiter Tanner. Yeah. We got a lot of guys. We have a lot of guys. Do we have guys for when someone is Deadpooling? And should we? And what are they trying to accomplish? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So this is a lot. It feels like a lot of... This is a lot of emotional labor that you're asking I'm I'm asking us to do this as yeah. a creative exercise together, and we let the sex bugs and the bed pots okay. in on the sort of creative process. Okay, so and this if you is wanna, just the process. If you yeah. want to like peek behind the curtain, yeah, here it is, baby. This is how it works. Strap this is how in. The cookie gets made. Okay, so what would a guy be who's like into Deadpooling? It's like maybe it's like a Q type character from Star Trek, probably. Okay, so we're trying to somebody who's kind of seen through the Matrix, and he's he like see, he recognizes his other, his fellow Deadpool's who like can see past. I just watched the Never Ending Story with my boy just this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, and how was it? It was good the whole way through the movie. Sarah was like, "I don't like this movie. I don't like this movie. I'm scared. This yeah. movie is scary." Is and then scary afterwards, movie. we were like, "Did you like the movie?" And he was like, "Yeah, it was awesome." It was great. <laughs> but. Um, so I was worried that I was traumatizing. He like really didn't like it. Oh, Artax is fine. Artax is fine. Oh no, he passes. Artax is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but the point of Neverending Story is that like for folks who don't remember it or didn't see it, I guess 
<laughs> yeah, right. Like you get on your the people in the in the world of Fantasia realize that they're being read or seen by the boy in the real world who's oh, reading yes. the book about them, and it is then implied that like he is aware that we're watching him. And that all of these things are kind of connected, and that's why it's the never-ending story. We're part of the never-ending story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and so and is th- this. I think this is like yeah. an yes. echo somewhere up and down the like chain of never-ending story. Yes. This whenever is in there's there a Deadpool, it's someone. It's a Deadpool is someone who has recognized that they are part of the chain of the never-ending story. Wow, and I think like uh, like we just did, like we just did. So yes. I think does, have, have we like now broken through? Like, do we now always have access to the fourth wall? I hope so. Yeah. And is the fourth wall like always like? Is it dimensions? <laughs> so maybe that's what we're investigating. Maybe that's yeah. what our guys are. Okay. Yeah. And so the, they're like dimension cops. I don't. Yeah, I don't love the. No. We have already got cops. We've already got cops. Yeah, let's not have less of that. And we've already got like Doctor Who's. We've already got Doctor Who's. Okay, so maybe that was a dead end. What kind of a guy? You answer me. What kind of a guy would be a guy who wants to talk about the dead? Who like hones I guess in on the dead? Here's what's going on. Most yeah. of the time, we are spectators, right? Yeah. On these stories. Yeah. But except when we're Jeff and Elmer, Tasmanian Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> has invited us in and he's engaged yeah. us in dialogue. Right. He's looking, he barrels the camera and he says, come in to my film. I'm aware that I am artifice. So I guess we need to reverse Deadpool. Okay. We need to find our place in this film. Okay. Jack and Tanner, we've, this is like a, a like dimension hopper's guide to like fitting in in another dimension. Okay. He's like, come into my reality. Yeah. And you now need to exist in my reality. Right. Who are you? Who are these guys? What's your first yeah. move? And my first okay. move is go to the Gap. I would go to Pacific Sunway. Okay, I, but we can. It's in the same mall. Like we can fucking like like ride the subway together and like. Now meet I up have a question. I have a question. Yeah, are you being Pacific Sunway like surf bro because that's what you were in bro. 1995, or is is that a character you're gonna try on while you're here? No one knows you. You can be anyone. I think it's just like my natural, probably like my natural inclination when I go to a mall in the 90s is I would like be like, where's the Pacific Sun where? It's just how I would get my bearings. I mean, I would I would go and be like, where's the EB game, the electronics boutique? <laughs> okay. So I guess maybe I'm wearing like a Majora's Mask t-shirt. So are we going to find ourselves in this movie? I think we have to. We were reverse Deadpool. We've been invited into, we the connection's been made. Yeah. And now we can bridge over to the movie. Just like Tasmanian Deadpool bridged over into our reality. Yeah. It's like, all right, man, you've invited us in. Yeah. We're like wampiers. We're wampiers. Okay, so I'm going to go to the mall and I'm going to go to the Pacific Sunway. What's our names? Our names in the movie or our names just like forever? The characters. Deadpool has a cool name. Deadpool does have a cool name. You want to reverse engineer it? Yeah. So like dead is like, it's sort of... It's gross and it's scary, but it's also a little bit like alluring and it's sort of like Yeah. I don't know, sort of there's like a mystique around it that's like what's what's next, you know? Yeah. Can you just like translate it into like German? That might be kind of cool yeah. as a guy's name. Okay, so I I'm on Google Translate and I'm going to translate from German. Okay, so I've put Deadpool. And if and if you want to do this at home, okay, I've got you it. can be <laughs> like can a dimension one, like hopper too. <laughs> Okay, so my German, the German translation of Deadpool is Tots Schwimmbad. (laughs) (laughs) It's even better than I expected it to be, and I expected it to be really good. Tots Schwimmbad is my name. You know who I'm going to be? Who's another famous fourth wall breaker? Um, Zach Morris. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I'll just be Zach Morris. Okay, cool. So Zach Morris and Tots Schwimmbad. Yeah. And so what do we do now? You've got us into the movie. So now we're here, and we immediately, like, we're us. Yeah. But we need to adapt quickly. Yeah. And then we need to find who we are here. Because, like, there's already a whole cast of characters. There's an emo one. There's a, like, I don't know what Turtleneck is supposed to be. You know, there's the stoner. So we got to find our place. Okay. You said you're going to Pacific Sun where, so I assume you're going to be surf guy. I'm going to get... No, you've misunderstood what Pacific Sunwear is for. It's more rave. I'm getting big pants and, like, a cool, like, shiny... Isn't that Hot Topic? 
No, man, I can't believe I have to explain this shit to you. Like, that's where you go. Pacific Sunwear is where you go to get your rave shit. Like, I will get a visor there. I will get some big fucking huge pants. And I will get, like, a branded, shiny, tight-fitting shirt. Okay. Yes, that sounds right. And I'm going to go to the party. I'm going to go to the big party on the roof at the Empire Records. And people are going to say, whoa, you look awesome. I love your swoopy hair that you've swooped over the top of your visor. What's your name? And I'm going to say, Totschwimbad. Okay, yeah. And that fucking rules. Man, your name's so cool, and I'm so <laughs> fucking jealous. <laughs> I want a cool name. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Okay. Okay. And I I walk in. So I'm, I've landed in this dimension. Yeah. Tasmanian Deadpool has brought me over. Yeah. I'm like, it's like the um, rainbow bridge that Thor uses. Mm-hmm. And I'm butt naked. So I'm like, okay, I can get to a mall. Okay. I don't want to rock the boat, you know? No, you wouldn't. I want to blend in. It's like 95. I would probably try to dress as close to like Doug Funny as possible. Who's like that guy? khaki shorts, okay. like a button-up t-shirt and like a sweater over it. That's a guy from a show. A I cartoon that was popular at the time. Doug. Yeah. Yeah, Doug. Yep. Okay. So you would go maybe Abercrombie? Abercrombie. Yes. Yes. That's where I'm okay. going to go. And then I do it's I do want to pick up cuz I think it's very valuable. Yeah. I'll probably pick up like a brand new, like mint condition, couple of copies of like Pokemon Blue and Red, okay. which has just come out. Okay. And I'd probably pick up like a new Game Boy too. And I I would probably be at the party too, but I would be probably be pretty busy with the Game Boy. Yeah. I think probably Toch Vimbod and his new friends uh, deliberately gave you the wrong address for the party. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe you misspelled my name. It's surprising <laughs> you did because it's very close to your own name. Okay. It's Dude Zvembad. <laughs> and what language is that? Dutch. Dutch. Okay. Dude Svenbad and Dutch Svenbad. Yeah. Okay. And so we've got these guys, and that's it. Now that's it. We're in. Now we're just like blending in. Now and we're in. It. Yeah. And what I guess I'm like I'm like gamer guy, right? And you're like okay. rave guy. Yeah. And what do we do with these guys? That's it. I think we've. I think we've done. We've the done thing it. We do with okay. Them. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, folks. Welcome. Welcome everybody. Wanna... Please welcome into the canon. Two new guys. Yeah. Their names are Toch Schwimbad and Dude Dud Zvembad. I say Dud. Dud no, Zvembad. Dude. Okay. <laughs> it's D-O-O-D. And whenever there's a Deadpool, they have to go into the movie and find a way to blend it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you, not li- you don't like it? I love it. Okay. I just want to say what we did. Yeah, it's a review, and it's an important part yeah. of getting things done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, we have about 10 minutes left. But you're in charge. You'd pop a take the wheel. I have to, unfortunately, yeah. uh, actually take a step back, Jack. Okay, you I take can't. a step back. You know what also happens in this movie? Sorry, I have what? to invite Zven back, uh, do back in. Okay. Guar breaks Guar's like the like fourth the to the fourth power wall. Guar's because Guar is in it. Yeah, at some point, Tasmania Deadpool eats a very strong pop brownie. Pop brownie. Yeah, and he starts hallucinating, and he hallucinates that Guar invites him into the music video to play. Yeah, guitar, and he's then eaten by a big worm, or well, fed to a big worm by Guar. Yes, but Guar is big. Is a thing that happens in this film. Guar is breaking the fourth wall in the movie. Yeah, and then it's a lot, and then the movie is breaking the fourth wall with us. So I guess it's the never-ending story. Dude and Tote are probably going to have to go into into the Guar concert. The Guar concert okay. as well. well. That's that's easy. I'm going to go find a like giant insect costume. Oh, yeah. Now that I know what I have to do. Well, here's a problem, though. Character. We know the space worm's coming, and I think most insects just eat other insects. Okay, so maybe we could be like a plant or something. Like a big, like, scary bird. A big, scary bird. Yeah, and I'm going like to be a bird. big, scary And I guess we bird. should yeah. just do a double costume. Like, I'll be the butt. <laughs> okay, perfect. The Shvimbad twin. All right, now we can, now we can okay. exit the... Okay, thank you. And, sorry, I'm Shvimbad. Okay, my bad. Yeah, good. And so, what do you want next? You're in charge. We've got we have a few paths open to us, but not a lot of time. Um, forty five. Yeah, minute thirty second mark. Yeah, Tasmanian Deadpool is sort of having a fit around yeah. the. Um, they're all sort of having fun and partying and having a fit, mm-hmm. and it's like a dance break. Yeah, there's several dance breaks in the movie. There's a lot of. Dance That's breaks, how you know it's yeah. a good movie. 
It rules. It fucking absolutely kicks ass. If you haven't seen it, you must watch it. Um, Tasmanian Deadpool is sort of drawn to this woman who's listening to classical music on like the listening station and doing yeah. ballet moves. That's should we do another? Do we need to like sit people down again a little bit? <laughs> and and <laughs> in the, in the what's 90s, the what's the discourse? Listen, music state like listening stations. It was absolutely just fucking life-changing, where it was like, imagine if you could go into a CD store and not just look at the CDs, but hear them. But fucking yeah. hear the CDs. Hear them, yeah. You could hear Every them. Barnes like, & Noble had one. Yeah. You're had a wall of them. a whole new sensory element to the music, and it's, some might argue, the most important sensory element for music. <laughs> yeah. And it would be like little phone booths. We had them in tower, but we didn't initially have them when I started working. We eventually installed them. And then yeah. you could go in and you could sit in the phone booth and you could choose from five CDs that the staff had selected for you to, to listen to. That oh, was cool. It. Yeah. And you could listen. What did you pick? You oh, Jack, on. sorry. Can I ask yeah. you a question about the time you worked at yes, Tower Records in the 90s? thank you. <laughs> Yes. What did you pick for the listening booths? What kind of shit did I put on the listening booths? I'll tell you what I fucking I I did the the thing that I did at Tower Records. So you know for high, high, the film High Fidelity. Mm-hmm. Do you know the famous scene where he's like, we he's should like watch I'm that. gonna, he's like, yeah, I love that. He's like, I'm gonna sell five copies of this album right now, and he puts on a beta band uh, song which is called Dry the Rain, and it like rules, and the, he puts it on the over the store play, and like. Like immediately, like flies to the flypaper. Like the customers start coming up to the register, and they're like, "Hey, what is this?" Yeah, and that's and that was your it. sort of like wet dream back then. My version of that is it's kind of a weird one, but I would put on a CD by a an artist called Esthero. Okay, I'll play like a really brief clip. It's very good and very compelling. But that was my one where I was like, if I wanted to sell cds i mean not sell cds but just like be the guy who like someone would come to the register and be like hey yeah what is this, what is this? yeah that's what i would put on and, yeah and it's good yeah and that's that's what i would probably stock the listening booth with okay sorry i asked um they're all having this dance break the ballet woman keeps like doing like plies or whatever and yeah. at one point tasmanian devil deadpool um, yeah. at the 45 minute 30 second mark it's a visual thing so it's not like you have to put any audio in unless you can yeah. hear it because like it was pretty really resonated with me yeah really hit me pretty hard mm-hmm. so maybe you can actually hear it um, okay. grabs the woman's foot and kisses it yeah that's weird and she's barefoot <laughs> by the way <laughs> yeah that's a weird moment yeah shouldn't do that but it, she is a fine it's fine everyone's fine with it i wanted to like, invite in yeah. um a couple okay. of guests some more I've characters brought. okay perfect yeah Okay. Yeah, with the time we have remaining here. And this is why we got everything out of the way, Jack, just so we can. Yeah. Do you want to do the outro now? Just so we have, like, just sort of the the clear runway just to take this wherever it needs to go? Okay, listen. Just that Folks. we just have to do this now. And this is going to be a treat for all of you who, like, turn yeah. off, like, right as yeah. the outro starts. You'll actually finally get to hear what we say. Yeah. Uh, I'll just, this has been a wild one. Because <laughs> Tanner was in charge <laughs> this yeah. week. Yeah. And please subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Please yeah. join our Facebook group. It's Baby Nation on Facebook. Please rate and review our show. Uh, Tanner has a live show coming up for his podcast. Yeah, September 17th. Other podcast. Caveat. Yeah. yeah. If you're in 7 New York PM. or if you're near New York, go. Or near a broadband connection because it's out live streaming too. Experience Share Live Show. Bit.ly slash exp share live. I have a newsletter that I want people to subscribe to. It's, it's great. on words.substack.com, and that's O-N-W-O-R-D-S, and it's about words and Tricky words. puzzles. I'd love for you to subscribe to my newsletter. And be a founding member like me. Yeah, be a founding member we have member a chat like room. We have fun in there. Yeah. And I'll say the movies and stuff that we're doing next week uh, after. But okay. that's, that's, that, so that's all the outro stuff. Now we're going to let these give these characters some fucking air. Yeah. So the, all we have to say to leave is just what movie we watch, what movie we're going to watch. I won't. I won't. And our names. And I'll, I'll just sort of get out of the way because he, okay. he's going to step in now. Okay. Okay. And it's uh, it's Mr. Tardis Sound. Right? Tardis Sound. Okay. Tardis yeah. Sound. And it's me, Mr. Kiss. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, Mr. Kiss. It's Monsieur Francais. It's Monsieur French. And uh, welcome. 
garret apartment just outside of Paris, and I'm quite sad. Yeah. But you are a, a transcendent expert on kissing, and I am a scholarly academic who has read a lot, a lot about book, the topic. Book smarts, yeah. Yeah. And we're cataloging all the kisses. Oh, okay. We're, we're collecting all of the different kinds. Th- th- there are joint project. It's kind of a... Yeah, a, yeah. It's like a The relationship mirror. is kind of a Doctor Who companion relationship. But the joint, the project... Yeah. ...is that we've both, different as we are, we both agree that it's important to catalog all the different kinds of kisses. Yeah, these kisses and belong you in a museum. by doing them. And I yes. do it by writing them down in my well. I have all of this knowledge already. Dictionary of kisses. Yeah, there's not a kiss that someone's done that I haven't seen, right? Or so it's a it's a little bit more like um, Peabody and Sherman. Okay, I don't know those guys. They're like Rocky and Bullwinkle characters. It's like a very smart dog who knows everything, and his like idiot boyfriend. Okay, not boyfriend. Yeah, and I they know, travel through like time, and the idiot boyfriend will be like. Hey, Peabody, who's that? And he's like, this fucking Caesar. Okay. That's what it's like. Okay, I'm the idiot boy. Yeah. Okay. So what do we see today? It's a, it's a kissing at someone's foot. A man foot in a walks by someone, and, and she's listening to music, and he grabs her foot and kisses her. <laughs> Thoughts. <Yeah. laughs> uh... Flayed my fucking mind. <laughs> I found it very surprising. Yeah. <laughs> and she, her reaction was kind of just like rolling. Charmed. Yeah, charmed. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the real problem with your you your cusp generation. Yeah. You're like Yeah, I'm Gen X right on the cusp. Yeah. Gen X millennial cusp. Yeah. Is you just thought everyone was so charmed by you, didn't you? We did. Yes. God, you've di- you've done it. You figured yeah. it out. That was the thing. We were so busy trying not to sell out. Yeah. Because we thought that like our authentic selves, yeah, our unsold out authentic selves was, was were just worth it. Interesting you know? and charming. <laughs> and we never sat down to be like, what if that's not true? Yeah. What, do we <laughs> what have if like to offer? Like authenticity is so important, but what if our authentic selves like kind of suck? <laughs> Yeah, I think we never asked that question. I think the internet and social media has really made that pretty crystal clear, yeah. and I don't think you had access to those tools yet. No, we so didn't. I understand your mistake. We invented it. Yeah. We invented the tools. So you invented it for my generation, just five years later, to just completely annihilate just, yeah. ourselves with it. it. Yeah, just to completely destroy all of humanity. Yeah. And then there's a nice big kisses in there. We should do that other one. It shouldn't. We? Then I want to talk about on, on our way out here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Monsieur French. Yeah. Because you do, oh, you do the French kissing. Well, I, you studied the French kissing. That's just my name. I study the French kissing. I've never tried it, but. Uh, Are you looking forward to it, or is it not your thing? Like, uh, not really you, don't, my you don't eat I'm where you interested. Shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the end of the film. Yeah. Very end. Again, not, a, not necessarily. I guess you could play the, the sort of like back and forth they have leading you up to it. You sent me a screenshot. Oh, I sent you a video. You sent me a video, yeah. It was good. I recorded yeah. it. Yeah, it was and not quite, me. It was Sorry, this is something I found video. online because I'm yes. Mr. Kiss. Okay, yeah, <laughs> expert on kissing. And this one also just kind of blew my little nut right off my head. Yeah, right out of my dang head. Yeah, um, Arwen Evenstar, Arwen Evenstar, and Zach Morris do yeah. uh, enormous a kiss. kiss, enormous, and the wind up <laughs> into the kiss where where they've like I started the timer. I watched the scene about. 10 times and I started the timer right when I thought like oh they are like past the event horizon you know like this kiss (laughs) is about to happen yeah (laughs) from the time that starts to the time their lips actually touch is like 12 seconds (laughs) 12 seconds and think about it that in the context of like it has become clear that you are about to kiss someone for the first time yeah let's count to 12 right now let's just do it both leaning in one two Three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve, and that's then their such, lips touched. That's such a long time. Mister Kiss is just like, <laughs> like he's like, shut it down. <laughs> Mr. They're way Kiss. past the limits. 
I think Mr. Kiss has learned something though, where it's like, you know, some people say that like, it's not about like, especially with like jazz or whatever. It's like not about the music. It's about like the spaces between the music. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Has Mr. Kiss has learned that there's like, there's a lot of kissing to be done. Like it's like outside of the context. I don't think he had ever thought about it. You know, like kiss starts at like touch for him. Yeah. Anything that's before it is like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. What? Someone else's job, you know? Yeah. But now he's like, wait, that's there's something there. Yeah, they really go for it. They really like, and this is their first kiss. It's not like they're oh, like yeah. longtime lovers. Oh, and then they do an, uh, then the then the kiss itself, and this is yeah. where Mister Kiss is qualified to speak. My sorry, yeah. myself, I am. Yeah, yeah. Kiss itself is stellar. Stellar, absolutely. knocked out of the park. Yeah, knocked out. Classic of the park. romance yeah. and then he movie. Qu- kiss. Quits the record store and goes to art school. Yeah, which is not selling out technically to go to school. I think. If he had wanted to go to business school, it would be selling out. Do you think that stats are available on where art school graduates end up working 99.999% of the time? Is it um, I'm ad agencies? Uh, ad agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's po- post-90s, right? Like, you go to the art school in the You know 90s. what, though? I think ad agencies, I know this because my mom worked at an ad agency in the 90s. Yeah. Um, I think there was a level of like ironic detachment where at being at, working at an agent ad agency was cool. Right, you were doing all these ads that were like, and you're like scoffing at them. Yeah, no, all the ads in the '90s, and again, everybody sit down if you don't remember yeah. the '90s. All the ads in the '90s were literally like, "Hey, guess what we're trying to do? We're trying to sell you a soft drink." Yeah, lame, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think it was actually very cool to like go to art school yeah. to be an like a art director at an ad agency. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I, we have to go. It's it's Rex Manning day is over. I know, and I'm like I'm like four cubed walls deep. Yeah, no idea where I am right now. We've got some powerful new characters. You're telling me, and we've said all the stuff. Yeah, we've said the entire movie, and we've said our takes on it, and we've. There's nowhere else we can possibly go. And we've already done the outro. So now I guess we just have to pick a movie. Yeah. So this week we watched a film. The film we watched was... Oh, no, no, no. What? You've done it. What? The outro's done. I haven't said the movie. You don't have to. That we're going to... Why not? Oh, the one we're going to watch. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. This week we watched a film. The film we watched was called Empire Records. Next week we're going to be watching a film. I did write down a number of films. I can read them off to you right now. I didn't do a ton of work. Give me... Give me your three favorites, and I'll pick one of those. Okay, ready? Yeah. Boomerang, Moonstruck, Clueless. Moonstruck. Okay. Next week, we're going to be watching Moonstruck. Let's just do it like that every week. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. All that remains is for me to say that this week, I have been, of course, uh, Monsieur French. I have been... um, Tote Schwimbat. Totes Schwimbat. (laughs) Yeah. I have been uh, Tanner Greenring. I have been... Um, dude, dude, uh, dude's Vembad. Who else were you? You had a third one. Oh, Mr. Kiss, and I have been Mr. Kiss. I'm Mr. Yeah. Kiss. I am Mr. Kiss. Sorry to reveal that at last. And it was me all along. I hope that you find your Rex Manning day ever after. Good. <laughs> <laughs>